Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sonic Talk, episode 692, recording live today on... what day is this? Wednesday, the 24th of November. That's right. Uh, this is a music technology podcast. We talk about all things to do with the music technology, <laughs> obviously. Uh, synthesizers, music production, uh, software, uh, stuff to do with streaming even. You know, all kinds of technology that surround the business, the making, the distribution and the recording of music. Uh, so uh, please do uh, sit back and enjoy the show. I want to say thank you very much to our friends in the chats. We've got our YouTubers there. We've got our uh, IRC. You know, we will have our IRC. I'll sort that out in a second. That's uh, my mistake. I'll get that fixed. Um, and um, all the people on Twitch and all these other various places. So uh, thank you very much, everybody, for joining us. Uh, I also want to say thank you to our friends, uh, our sponsors. We've got our friends over at Isotope and also Artoria, which uh, we'll have some messages for them a little bit later. Thank you very much for their support. Uh, we do have an uh, audio version of this podcast. You can find it at all good places. It's on uh, Google. It's on iTunes. It's on all the other places that you would expect. So uh, just please do um, leave us a review. We've been there so long that people haven't left us a review for so long. Either that or we've gone downhill ever since the first episode, uh, which we're now at 692. So I'm hoping that's not the case. So, yeah, leave us a a five-star or whatever star review you like. It all helps, I'm sure. I don't think people do that very much, but uh, it makes us look good and uh, makes us feel wanted. Not that we're not. Um, Anyway, we want to say thank you to everybody for joining us. And if you're interested in supporting us, you can uh, help us over on Patreon. We've got a Patreon page where we post a load of stuff. In fact, I was doing some some jamming on the front end of this uh, with the uh, IK Multimedia Unisynth Pro and the Dreadbox uh, Hypnosis, uh, which I really enjoyed. So if you want to see that, uh, I was put that over. Let me see if I put my, uh, I think there's a Patreon there. Put the link there. You can support us there. Anyway, it looks like we might have Robbie. uh, I'll go to him first to see if his thing's working because uh, we can now get on to our guests. Uh, Robbie Bronneman, are you there? Come in, please. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Excellent. Oh, sorry, it's I went to I went into a studio to set to, to well, my webcam just wasn't working, and the cable's like really hard to get to. So it was like a quick crisis aversion. So I rushed upstairs. Ah, okay. Have I got your? Let me see. I, I don't know if I've got your third. Have I got your third? Oh yeah, there it is. Robbie Bronneman, course uh, producer, uh, songwriter, media composer, busy man. I haven't seen you. I've been around for ages. What have you been up to, Robbie? Um, I'm busy making, we're working on Howard's new album at the moment. Ah, okay, so cool. Three, three songs into that and just finishing off some of my own stuff as well. And then getting ready to do a film score as well. So busy. Oh, right. Plenty on, plenty on then. Okay. I'm just well, going to get my other camera because this is an absolutely shit picture right there. Okay. All right then. Uh, right. Well, while we do that, I will, uh, I will um, go over and say hello to Mr. Ty Unwin, who's also in his studio. Ty Unwin, media composer extraordinaire, probably working on an album as well, I'd imagine. Uh, Ty, how on earth are you? Are you well and uh, all those things? I am. I'm really good. Thank you very much. Yeah, all good. Working hard, but not working, not killing myself. Those yeah, days good. are long gone. No, no, I've, I've, uh, I don't want to say semi-retired because that just is very melodramatic. But I've, um, work-life balance is a lot, lot better. It's uh, excellent. Good. Reassessed. And uh, yes, completely. No, no, literally, just, just, uh, I took that chunk of time off and then thought, hey. This thing called life is really good. Maybe I'd like some, I'll have me some of that. Maybe. Exactly. So uh, so spending lots of time out of the studio, which is great and absolutely loving it. But no, yeah, normal stuff. Still BBC series and um, doing an Attenborough thing and uh, Midge's album and uh, yeah, lots of. Excellent. Well, I'm stuff. really glad to hear that. Excellent. Glad to hear it. And, of course, uh, we've got Mr. Dominic Hawkin. Dominic Hawkins Hello. had a little bit of a, uh, well, it's like a kind of disease quarantine. Uh, you, you were hit by the uh, the dreaded yeah, we got in the lady. household. Everybody Absolutely. all right? So, yeah, all fine. And I, I didn't get it, uh, which is just shows a strong kind of uh, rejection of, of disease I have, which is definitely not normally the case. I would have gone down with the worst possible man flu ever. But no, everyone's good. Uh, Lula May, my daughter's uh, back at school now. They've all gone on a school trip, which is the first one without mummy and daddy being around for a couple of days. So that's quite exciting. Um, so yeah, I sat in isolation and I kind of got the soldering iron out and fiddled with a few synths and did a few repairs and stuff and uh, generally chilled out and slept a lot, to be honest, which was, which was amazing. 
amazing. So, yeah, my work-life balance was totally in, in the right balance during the last couple of weeks, to be honest. Nice. Well, of course, Dominic, uh, known also known as Mr. Wiggly. Uh, and, of course, uh, he was, uh, he's was he been making plugins, but also apps and stuff. Have you got any? Has, you were talking about working on some more stuff, I seem to remember. Yeah, it's taken ages, hasn't it? I'm the, the worst person at finishing anything. I'm really bad at getting th- anything over the line. Really enjoy doing it. And then don't enjoy so much the finishing but i'm very very close with the it's true for everything really making music or whatever so the incinerator is doing really well there's a couple of follow-ups in the offing and some other good stuff coming on and the sunday podcast dream thing that i do which is kind of music related but more more comical i suppose uh is going from strength to strength as well we've got um we've got ty on this weekend if you want a double dose of ty this week with kent Swan have you you didn't tell me <laughs> double <jab. laughs> yeah i thought if i announced it now he can't get out of it you see? so that's gonna be great <laughs> damn you next week yeah. oh, I, 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 have, I will come on at some point I'd love to it's just yeah, my weekend to. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to we'll cancel love everything to. for you whenever you want to come on it'd be absolutely brilliant so yeah, I'd love to get love to get you on the 30th 30th birthday is always a good one that we do it every 10th we do a ridiculous show so come come join us Mr Wiggly on YouTube if you fancy a laugh excellent well lovely to have you and uh, let's go Thank back you. and see how's Robbie doing has Robbie got a better ca- I can't tell the difference to be honest mate is that the new camera I don't know. It's like an HD camera. I can put it in a better position. Than I can't really tell. It's quite dark in there. I don't know if you've got any more light. Um, but uh, Hey, Siri, upstairs, 80. There you go. Oh, look at that. Oh, well, we, got and Ty they've did his, uh, yeah, Ty did his, his make the studio red, which was quite funny. We could, in fact, if we, I, I think oh, we were coming great. out on speakers, we could shout out various colours and have, what colour? Hey, hang on today? a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. None of that. None of that malarkey. <laughs> hey, sorry, upstairs blue. Upstairs blue, there he goes. Oh, there you go. Yeah, a similar sort of thing. It's just a different oh, technology. No, that That's not much good for us, though, but uh, I appreciate the uh, the thought. Uh, let me see. I've got, f- got everybody up there. We've got everybody there. Right. Okay. Ah, oh, Peter James Stevenson in the uh, in the chat. Uh, I think that's a super sticker. Yeah, thanks very much, mate. We'll put that towards the Christmas drinks. Very much appreciated. Uh, we will also have a... Uh, I think we'll probably have a, a Christmas quiz. I think uh, um, Midair is going to work on one, so we'll be back... But we'll be getting that up together fairly soon. <clears throat> anyway, we've got stuff to talk about. There's There are topics this week, uh, so I'm going to... Uh, let me just queue one up, see where we're going. Uh, yeah, oh, here we go. It's the new Animog Z. It's the new Animoog Z, which is basically a free, uh, a free plugin or app. Works on uh, on the Mac and PC as well. Uh, sorry, no, it only works on the on the Hello Mac. Hello and welcome. What am I talking about? In today's video, we're going to look at some of the updates and new features found in Animoog. Well, perhaps we won't. But yeah, this is kind of new. Uh, I've actually got because I've got it here. The reason I cut him off is because look, I've got a Sonic State logo on mine. How's that then? I mean, I'm no graphic designer because I couldn't draw that in. But yeah, this has got now uh, an 8x16 sort of wavetable matrix. Uh, If you want to, basically, it's a tenor to unlock all the editing, and then there are various other sound packs and whatnot. And it's interesting, isn't it? Because I don't know, remember, I mean, the the Animoog was, I mean, this is a mega wavetable synth, really. The Animoog was probably the first proper, well thought out, touch interface sort of pro i'd say i hesitate to use pro but you know kind of for real musical uh synth. there were others but this was possibly the first one that really kind of came out and went this is the sort of thing that you could do with smart people it was it worked really well with the midi it worked really well with the audio everything was just integrated um <clears throat> i don't know if you uh, did you get this i can't remember whether you were an animo fan or um and whether I, this is yeah i mean i yeah i mean i i, I jumped on all those things early on um and just, uh, it just, it's just. Every time I think I'm going to use an iPad in the studio, it's just like after about a week, I just, I just forget about it and never use it again. Until like about a year later, I think, oh, I should use it again. I, the only thing I ever really come back to is that granular um, engine called Borderlands. Oh yeah, I remember the. Which I, I love that, uh, and that's about the only one that I really ever come back to over and over. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it looks great. 
mean, yeah. yeah, well, th- I mean, this is running on the uh, on the Monterey on the M1 Mac. I mean, it's just you know, it it'll run in both, so it's AUV3. So this is an app um, that's just running on my computer because at the moment I've still got the Apple um, uh, Lona, um, which they very kindly uh, said I could keep until uh, the one I bought turns up, even though I didn't get a discount. But I suppose that's one perk of being a reviewer, at least. But yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, Ty, you, I know you, you probably aren't. I can't remember whether you're the guy just like, you know, you've got a proper hands-on touch things kind of studio. iPads are kind of less useful perhaps in that environment because they, where do you put them? How do you plug them in? You know, I mean, it's easier now, but it's not kind of the same. I'm exactly the same as Robin, literally word for word. Borderlands is the only thing that I still use. <laughs> when when they all came out, I literally, just like Robbie, bought absolutely everything if it if it appeared i bought it and then realized that i just had folders and folders and folders full of them and i didn't use any of them but like robbie the animoog was the only one that for a time i thought oh yeah this is good and i got some great stuff out of it but and i I sampled a few bits out of it but in terms of yeah the whole ipad thing for me in the studio i've still got a couple um in the studio and i use them mainly for controlling bits and bobs but ah oh, it's yeah they're not borderlands is the only one that i kind of go with and actually make use of in a, a more extended kind of period um yeah but i have bought this i have bought this and had a play with it and it's seen it basically just animoog on steroids basically yeah i mean it does sound pretty which good. is great which is yeah. it does sound good no 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 it does sound good and obviously back in the early days it was a pain in the ass to to get things into the into the system obviously that's a lot easier yeah. now um oh, but yeah, yeah i still just, just record, can't get you rec- yeah you could record your it, own it, wave tables and you know whatever it's uh, it, yeah it, no no it's it's it, it it i think it i think it's i think it's good but f- still for me you know using an ipad in uh in proper serious stuff in here is just it just it, i'm not saying it feels wrong but it's just not really required so, yeah, well, fair but yeah, enough. looks a great app. Looks a really good app. Sounds good. Sounds good. Fair dues. Um, uh, Dom, are you are you've developed iPad apps? I mean, I imagine you know, you, and you probably know yeah. more, more than anyone what amount of work might have gone into something like this. And uh, yeah, yeah, they haven't they haven't not they haven't you know, I think, I think screwed it up. Right. <laughs> it looks no, good. no, no, no. I think it's great. I mean, um, it's a few things actually. The, the the most exciting thing for me is I can download it on my Mac. Um, yes. and it costs the same as the iPad and the iPhone version. This is this is to me like a real change, which is brilliant because there's been a disparity between uh, the plugins and stuff you can buy for the Mac and to run in Logic or Ableton or whatever, and the ones you can download on on the phone and on the on the iPad, which generally cost, you know, between a pound and ten pounds, maybe twenty pounds for a big one, or hundred and fifty pounds on the um, on on the on the on the computer. So. The the judgment behind that and the thought process is that generally they're slightly cut down on the iPad um, because there's not the processing power to cope with the amount of stuff that you can do on, on your Mac and so forth. And that is now obviously closing completely. And that I can buy something. I mean, I bought, I downloaded it. I loved it. I bought it. It's really, it's very impressive. It's got that opening preset that you go bong and you go, oh, that's interesting. Well, I quite like that. Um, and it's 10 quid. So it's like a no-brainer. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, but the fact that I can stick it straight onto my Mac uh, or my iPad or my phone is clearly the future. And I think will bring the iPad as a as an instrument much more into the fore because it's seen as the poor cousin and has been the poor cousin you know i, I I'm, I'm the same as the other guys i take my ipad on holiday and uh i yeah. open all of the music apps that I, I bought in the past and then <laughs> get home from holiday yeah. throw it in the corner and forget to take any of the music off that i've made on holiday you know and then the idea that i'm going to be really productive um but i think this this is where the change is happening if i can throw things backwards and forwards between the ipad and and and, and basically transfer projects you know, we're, we're all still waiting for logic, I guess, on the iPad. If you're a logic user, um, but I love, I love this cross point now, where you know, I, I literally hit download. It arrived on the Mac that I was, you know, on. It paid for it through the App Store, same way as it would have done on the uh, on the iPad, and and it just worked, and it was brilliant. The other mm. thing I was going to say is the whole vector thing. Cough, cough. One of these is. Um, oh wow! It's obviously well, big news at the moment. Yeah, really uh, big news at the moment. Oh, and, okay. and, uh, um, really interested i'm loving this at the moment um and it's great and the idea that you can spin stuff around and modulate it is what 
it's just what I keep on banging on about to people who are making tunes. If they're jamming or making tunes, don't just put the line down and then repeat it again and again. You know, fiddle with the filter, and that's it's where the incinerator comes in and everything. So, so yeah, I was really quite excited about this. It is really good sounding to me as well. Um, so for ten pounds, it really is a, a steal. I think at the moment, um, yeah, it sounds good. Yeah. Uh, okay. Do you I've got miss, do you miss, I was going to say, do you not do you not miss the touch interface when you when you're running it on a computer? You can run a Roly on it. You could just you could just put a. I mean, I've got a Seaboard. That's what I was going to do. I was going to. No, I mean, the, I mean the touch interface, as in you know, kind yes. of all the yeah, yeah, yeah. And wiggling yeah. things around. Yeah, you know, it I didn't suppose. even occur yeah. to me because I hadn't I hadn't downloaded it on the iPad yet. That that so I was dragging around and yeah, probably, but it was certainly usable enough on on the Mac. I've got one of those okay. um, Raven screens which i've never managed to yeah. make work properly as, as a as a yeah, controller me too. <laughs> <laughs> mainly because i've got multiple screens it would be probably okay if you just had one screen um but that might work quite nicely with the touch screen i guess <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay, I've like? got, I just wanted to bring one thing up here because obviously there, there is there is an elephant in the room, which is uh, Moog have just obviously sorry a, oh. a lot oh. a lot of programmer resources into making Animoog Z, which is a great thing, and yet you know if you hang out on the uh, Moog One owners group, which is a Facebook group, there's a there's a little bit of disgruntlement going. Hey Moog, I'm really happy that you've made this free plugin to uh, to give to a load of people. What about the updates you've been promising on the Moog One? Um, any chance of that happening? And that I can I can imagine it might be seem a little. I don't know what the holdup is or anything. You've got. But do you honestly think? No, no, no. I, I don't I don't get that. I don't get. Okay. Oh well, look. It's a personal. This is a personal view. So before everyone, all the you know the the, the Moog One owners. I mean, I've got a Moog One. I don't have an issue with it. I haven't okay. had really any issues with it. The, the thing is, if you do you really honestly think this is exactly the same team that are doing the stuff for the Moog one and are doing this, they're not the same. In my eyes, I'm not perceiving that they're going to be the same team. That, you know, kind of projects get allocated. I, In my eyes, I'm happy to presume that this is, I know Gert's got a lot to do with this and yeah. that's his project. The and great work I don't of think Gert he, yes. Absolutely. And I don't think he has anything to do with, with the Moog one. And so Probably in my true. eyes, I think that Gert's doing his stuff. And, you know, to do this, I'm imagining this, to do this app will be a smaller team, if not just him, to be fair. I don't know that, but I'm imagining it's maybe him and maybe one or two others. Um, I, they're different teams. People that just turn around and say, because it, just because it's got the same name at the top means it's the same programmers. Rubbish. That's not how it... In my in my experience, that's yeah, not how it enough. works. I thought I had to bring that. So shut up! I mean, I've seen people who've I, mentioned it. So I've seen it. I've seen it as well. And I just wanted to, you know, in my opinion, and I've got one. So bearing in mind, it would serve me well if they did the updates. But um, you know, for God's sake. Yeah. Do you okay. remember the days when you used to, and, and this whole thing of it doesn't work, it's a completely useless synth, you can't, you know, all this absolute crap. I know people will, I know, I know we've got two other friends that have got Moog ones, all quite happily using them, not having, you know, or more to the point, the issues that are there are not letting them stop it. Not troubling stop them. It being a, good. It's not being a, it's a great synth and you can write good music on it. End of story. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I thought I'd bring this one in just because I can. I'm, I think I'm going to try and be a bit more together on my uh, on my uh, sponsor videos now. So I'm going to pop the. I'm just going to say hello uh, to our friends over at Isotope and uh, welcome this message. Isotope Producers Club is a one of a kind membership for producers ready to take their tracks to the next level. Once you join, you'll gain access to powerhouse Isotope plugins and a curated selection of tools from our partners, such as Melodyne from Celimony. Plus, as long as you're a member, you'll get every future update to the Isotope plugins in your membership for no extra cost. We'll also regularly serve you new curated content like exclusive inspiration-sparking sample packs and preset packs and industry-leading training ranging from our own tutorials to vocal production lessons from the world-renowned Berkeley Online, taught by Grammy-winning producer and engineer, Prince Charles Alexander. With new content being added every month full of valuable production techniques, tips and tricks, and solutions to common production problems, becoming a member is an investment in your career that grows as you and your career do. For more information on Isotope Producers Club, head to isotope.com. 
And don't forget, uh, if you head over to isotope.com uh, slash sonic talk, uh, there's a special landing page. And not only that, there is, in fact, now if I, if I press the right button, I think I have. Yes, there's a, there's a basically, a, if you use the code sonic10, uh, you can save 10% uh, additional to their Black Friday sales at the moment. That is a top tip of which there are legion, as we know. And we do thank them for their support of the show. Um, okay, what's next? Uh, oh, yeah, this is kind of interesting because um, we had... Uh, uh, well, this is, this is a latecomer, I suppose. So let's just pop this in here and uh, see how it goes. Before we begin, may I request that you watch this film through a decent pair of speakers or headphones and turn it up because it's going to get big. This is the new Spitfire, uh, they're called Aperture The Stack, where they basically took 56 amps, put a massive gantry into uh, Air Lindhurst, four subs, and just had a load of people play stuff through it in a room and sample it, which sounds like an absolute blast. I don't know what it's going to sound like. Uh, it's going to be free if you spend more than 300 bucks or 300 quid over Black Friday weekend starting the 25th of November. Uh, th there's a long video with Christian Henson talking about how he did it. This is a couple of things. A couple of things, obviously, Spitfire, great makers of uh, stuff. But it also made me think, gosh, imagine just having the resources to be able to do something like that. That would be such a laugh. I imagine, I mean, you know, there, there's, there's some videos of them sort of raising the gantry, putting all those things up and just playing a load of stuff. They've got guitarists. I mean, it sounds like it's going to be quite an interesting. And obviously, I think it's using their own engine, which is obviously... Uh, you know, a move on from there, from content. I know you're a big fan of uh, Spitfire, as are, as are you, Robbie. Um, is this something you'll probably uh, be... Well, I, I, do I need to ask whether or not you'll be getting it, Ty? I've already got it. Ah, and, OK. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it, literally, review in one word, it's brilliant. Right. It's fantastic. Right. I knew about this, and uh, Christian was telling me about, you know, this happening, and, um, of course... It's just, it's just so bonkers. It's just so OTT. Um, but the thing is, the difference is, that there's been other projects like this. Do you remember when 8DO did their black orchestra where they got in, like, was it 200 players or something? And then, or was it probably more than that? And then they got their choir where they did however many hundred. And the problem was with those is the fact that they sounded, they sounded great, but once you go above a certain number of certain timbres, um it almost sounds artificial. It's, it doesn't sound real. It's, it's a good sound, but it sounds more like a synth. And some of some of their attempts, whenever you do these huge, huge things, you can actually go too far, if that makes sense. And the great thing about these, I mean, 56 amps is absolutely ridiculous. Um, but the sounds are just awesome. They, they are really, really great. I mean, they do... So they do quite a few synths. They also do the... Um, uh, analog solutions colossus yeah i saw that in the room that's a great that's a great the guitars the amps they all sound you know look especially with dom in the room you know kind of dom's the one for we've had this conversation about reamping and and the mm. love of reamping and all this kind of thing this is literally just good old-fashioned authentic stick the mics in the right place re in the right room <laughs> with yeah with 56 <laughs> levels of reamping. but the, the way they do it you can do it on the mod wheel um you basically, uh, so the lower settings means it's basically on one row. The, the second then goes to two or three rows, and then the full mod wheel setting ah, basically okay, means you get, you get all 56. So, and they are completely different kinds of sounds depending on how, how, yeah. much, uh, how much is going on. But the, the quality of the sounds, and uh, when, when Christian said at the beginning of the video, make sure you listen on good monitors or headphones, it's really important because if you just listen to it on normal, it doesn't sound that different. But, but on good monitors or headphones, it's completely, the stereo field is so enveloping that it's, it's not just like, don't for a second think that this is going to sound like just sticking it through some amp plugins and sticking it through some reverb because it's not like that at all. It's a completely different, right. it's a different sound. It's a completely different experience. And it basically just completely surrounds you in your head. And the tones coming from it are really, really very individual and really good. I mean, I've, I've already used it. I literally, I, I got it. And within, within a couple of hours, it had already appeared on 
Oh, nice. So that's all. I wonder. I wonder whose job it was to climb up the ladder and adjust the tones and the the individual settings and all those amps. That can't have been a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, Robbie. I know you're a big fan of Spitfire as well. Media company. You know. I mean, everybody's always looking for new sounds, and you know, uh, is there a danger that if everybody gets this, they all have the same sound? I know. It's always the way, isn't it? But you know, I mean, this isn't the first Aperture one they've done. They did one before, which I got. Or you've got it, obviously. Well, tie the orchestral one. Where you get mm-hmm. like a small group of strings and it goes to like massive, all that. It's a great concept. Um, obviously, Spitfire are doing very well. Christian's bought himself a Colossus. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's, um, I, I'm sure. I'm sure I'll. Um, I'm sure I'll get this. Um, but with regards to sounds, it's really just about context, isn't it? I mean, if you just use it out of the box as it comes, without doing anything creative to it, then. You're going to sound like everybody else, but if you can find an interesting use for it, yeah, it's like everything, isn't it? You know, it's just, it's kind of digging a bit deeper. Well, they do have a lot of music. I mean, the, the the thing is, is they're made very musically, isn't they? The, the aesthetic that yeah. kind of runs I mean, through all their products is, yeah, definitely. They are streets. I, I think they're I think they're in a league of their own, really. Spitfire now with their products, I really do. Right, interesting. So, Dom, uh, shame we didn't see. I thought we should have seen a, 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 a metal. Um, yeah. A metal incinerator. I mean, really, where are yeah. they? Where the hell are they? What the I'm, hell I'm are they playing at? <laughs> I'm glad they're not selling it for 20 quid because that's my business out the window, isn't it? But um, <laughs> no, uh, what a lovely thing. And I mean, yeah, right up my street, as, as Ty says, where are the impulse responses, though? That's I want, I want just that with no sounds. I just want to be able to dial in the speaker on the top oh, left set, set to 11. They can't have done that without recording the impulse responses. But um, I, I was going to ask Ty, well, let me just, just say, I mean, yeah, I love it. It's going to be £200, not, so you get it for free if you spend £300 before December or whatever. It's £200 after that. So it's it's a chunky purchase, but yeah. um, what an amazing thing. And I have the BBC library that they've done, which is also a chunky purchase. And in my genre of music not necessarily that useful to me but it's so useful i mean the sound is incredible and the way you can control uh the nuance and the sounds like on the mod wheel that uh, that um, ty was just describing you know the, the control and the kind of elegance and, and playability you can put into that stuff is brilliant they've, they've really kind of just got it together which is which is fantastic but yeah i love the impulse response versions of it but the 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 incinerator plugin that i've done is 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 mini this you know it's a bin and some some old wonderful guitar amps and some bits and pieces just put together with with impulse responses and some algorithms and stuff and this is just that to the this the colossus version of that obviously obviously, i love it i I was just going to ask ty in terms of the sounds that are coming out are, are they usable outside of film work in terms of yeah, I mean, oh I just, yeah, I can't quite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they 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 are. I mean, there's a there's a real. It's a bit like it is genuinely. It's a it's a bit like your plugin, really. Incinerator, 1999, good offer. Uh, it's <laughs> thank uh, you. <laughs> no, no, but it it does have it really does have that same kind of feel in that it's it's the sound, but it's 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 kind of somewhere else or something else and so you know kind of there's there's nothing here that you would actually sit there going um it sounds like it you know there's like jupiter things that you're sitting there going it's right. called jupiter and you're kind of you're vaguely trying to recognize is it a jupiter it makes no difference what synth it is it's basically it's a kind of there's there's loads of kind of tones but the the main stuff is the washes and some of the percussive stuff and also there's an 808 in there which is a bit like the um sonic chore what's it called the electroacoustic um library which is a fantastic library but again it's it's like that on steroids again um fabulous uh uh, so there's a you know an 808 going through 56 guitar amps is a is something to behold <laughs> oh. believe me oh, um, you've sold it that's more money going out yeah and, and and the colossus is, is lovely as well but there's also a guitar section and they, they have because spitfire have something called scattered um which is basically it's lots of uh pluck stuff that randomly are plucking so i think there's four guitarists and two bass players that within each note are doing these kind of random just you know kind of scattering of, of sound and neither of them is none of them are listening to what everyone else is doing and so you get this kind of textural kind of granular kind of stuff going through 56 guitar amps it's just they're the most mm, inspired they're really in, they're in really inspiring yeah. sounds i mean well i, I, I was a, sorry carry, carry on 
I was only going to say for someone in my kind of world, it genuinely is a no brainer, but you could use these sounds in so many ways. And the other thing is within a mix, because of the way it's been mic'd up so amazing, literally perfectly, the moment you play anything in with this uh, plug-in within the context of a mix, it will absolutely stand out because it will be the thing in the mix that suddenly is everywhere. Mm. It makes all of the rest of your stuff sound very inadequate. (laughs) Absolutely. That's exactly what it is. Perfect. It's the perfect. This will guarantee to make everything else sound (laughs) rubbish. Crap. They they could use that tagline if they want. One of the questions that I was going to throw into this is, you know, given if somebody said, oh, do you want to come round? I've got uh, got air lenders for the day with 56 amp. Is there anything you'd like to plug in? Uh, And I was thinking, oh, I'm wondering about that. I mean, because there's pictures of... Uh, they've, they've done the some Soma stuff. There's the Colossus. I think there was a picture of, yeah. I don't know if that's the yeah whether that's the Lyra Eight or whether that's the Pulsar Thirty Two. I can't tell, but I imagine all of that stuff is going to sound monster. Because I mean that's as we know, electronic music amplified properly on, on big with big subs is where it really comes to life. Robbie, anything you'd care to put through there? You want to reamp anything? You, you know that you get the call. What would you take? Oh, what would I take down? I'd like to, I, I just for perverse perverse enjoyment, I'd take my OP one. Ah, yes, and I bet <laughs> yeah. that would sound pretty good. And travel light, good as well. yeah. and, my, and maybe my Super Six, which I love. Yes, well, that would also. I'm sure that sounds fantastic in it as well. Yeah, yeah. Dom, what about you? I guess you know you do this all the time anyway because you've got your own reamp. Oh, right, I'm but... always down there, Lindhurst, with my rack of, of guitar amps. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> no, it would be. Um, percussion stuff so so if you're doing really stripped down dance music and stuff where there's literally only three or four things going on the, the big kind of noise or noise, something percussive in there that is really the, the the main bit if you're following rick rubin's you know five sounds at one time going think that the, that's the thing you just want to leap out of the speakers so i'll be banging stuff and take a bunch of, of, of weird and wonderful percussive samples and just try and get the ambience from them. Other than that, what I do is I take a whole bunch of, of, of sine wave things and just record the impulse responses, to be honest. Ah, that's a good shout. Yes, uh, yeah. I know, Ty, I suppose, I mean, they probably used everything that you've got anyway. Is there anything else you put? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's lots of perverse things. I mean, the, the thing that I would like the idea of is to do completely the inverse in terms of what's coming out. So I would say I would like to kind of mic up things like um, things like very quiet, like a mandolin or something, something oh, like that. Or maybe just have, right? a, have something very small and actually play it very quietly. And then have the amps ramped up so hard that that for me is that kind of perverse because we, we can all stick a synth through it and it sounds like a synth, but you know on steroids sounds big and amazing. But to take something incredibly small and incredibly quiet, something like a thumb piano, just literally almost kind of just touched, mm, interesting but have idea, it yeah. have it have it ramped up so much that so, you know, uh, you, you'd be going well, ASMR basically. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> essentially, essentially, that's exactly what I would be doing. I wonder, I, I wonder if they've recorded I, this in uh, sort of Atmos or Atmos ready, whether there's going to be Atmos capable. Because, I mean, it would make sense, you know, with all this Atmos business going on, they, they're recording enough mics in there. I wonder if the next big leap is going to be, you know, Atmos... At, Atmos plugins. plugins, The thing is, they already, they already, a lot of their libraries, they already record with ridiculous amounts of mic um, uh, settings and ridiculous amounts of mic setups. Uh, So it would no be no great shakes for them to to um, push that further. But I mean, that idea, just so you just so you know, that isn't the idea of having something very quiet being loud. If you go and look at something like their Albion Five. Yeah, library, there's lots which of very is quiet the, stuff, the whole point of Albion Five is that everything's very quiet and very intimate, and then I've done I've already done that of taking things like the, the a lot of samples in Albion Five and then putting them through distortion and turn the volume right up and to have something incredibly quiet and intimate going through something very dirty and big is it's quite perverse but it's mm. it's it's just pushing the boundaries it's something all. else i wonder yeah, if exactly. they i wonder if they had a person because i mean air lindhurst you know i presumably you have orchestras and stuff in there but if you've got that much power and amplification in a room 
somebody's job, it must have been somebody's job to go around the place finding the things that were rattling with some blue tack and some gaffer tape. That must have taken a while in itself. And I'm sure the room is fairly well tuned for that sort of thing, but this must have brought out some extra, you know, like the, the little bit of parquet flooring that's just kind of come detached and it's sort do of you know, rattling. Do you know, do you know <laughs> you're right, but... I was going to say you're right, but at the same time, do you know what? It's that kind of stuff that makes, makes it. it yeah. That's that's the reality of it for me. Sorry, Robbie, what are you going to that say? That reminds me, that reminds, when I first started working with Howard, um, before I was playing with Howard, I, I did one tour with him where I was doing front of house, the only tour I've ever done front of house. And um, we did this gig up in Glasgow, and it was so loud, I um, somebody came up behind me and pinched my bum while I was doing the sound, and my finger slipped on the ma- on the master fader and went right up to full. Oh! And um, it was so loud. Everybody in the audience jumped, but some of the ceiling fell down. <laughs> <laughs> some of the roof started coming down. Some of the tiles started falling off the ceiling. I'm just creating the poll for I'm just creating the poll for the show titles at the moment and one one of the the first one is gaffer specialist because I just thought that was uh, and the next one is the ceiling fell down so I'm just going to put that in the in the in the vote so you can vote for that folks dust was dropping down on people's heads nice nice I think we've got yeah. There's a poll there, so you can uh, you can vote on that if you for which title you, you prefer. And we'll we'll do that at the end. I'm trying to introduce a bit more interactivity. Now I've made made the uh, the the production of the show a bit more, less labour intensive for me. I've got bandwidth for doing things like that. Uh, well, I'm filling it up again, right. you know, like I don't need. Anyway, let's uh, let's just have uh, another mention. We because our next topic is about Black Friday, I believe. So what I thought it would be interesting to do. Well, this seems like a good time to actually push the uh, push the button for the, the um, a mention from our friends over at. Uh, have I got the button right? Yeah, ah, there we go for uh, Artoria. Artoria Black Friday sale. Big style. Artoria kicking off Black Friday with their biggest ever 50% off sale. You've got till December the 8th to save 50% off V Collection 8, FX Collection 2 and Pigments 3 plus Spectrum Sound Packs. Of course, V Collection is a huge collection of iconic instruments, new instruments including the OBXAV, the Emulator 2V, the Juno 6V and the Vocoda V, as well as many other favourites. FX Collection 2 also adds EQs, uh, compressor diode, uh, bus force and the, the classic dim d as well as uh, phaser flanger chorus juno 6 plus other eqs delays and other processing and of course pigments is their well flagship software so there's not anything specific but is a very impressive instrument in its own right with a fantastic modulation matrix if you're already a customer log in and get even more discounts just head over to artoria.com right now yeah, and we thank them for their support. And Black Friday is in full steam, or as many people are calling it now, Black November. Uh, I'm not quite sure why it was called. I think that I know. I, I found out why Cyber Monday was called Cyber Monday because when the internet was very slow, people would wait to go back to work to use their fast internet to do all their online ordering. Whereas now they don't. Uh, so yeah, what I've got here is uh, we've got a blog running. I think there's like 75 deals on there already. There's a whole bunch of stuff. We're just sort of trying to find it and post it up there. If you want to keep an eye on that, that's easy to find in fact i've probably got a button i can press that will post the uh the link to that which i should probably do as well because this is a new topic uh let me see where is it Uh, that's the only problem with this system there we go black friday deals watch i'll put that in there so my question was really what are you looking for what have you bought have you made anything any unwise purchases or are you going to i'll come to you first robbie um so uh, I know you know you probably have all the plugins you need, but there's often there's a, there are more out there, right? You know what? There's not actually very much at the moment. There hasn't been for a while. I've got this kind of secondary studio set up in my apartment, which I've got kind of down by the window, looking out over the lake, which is like a sort of a no computer setup, and it's like it's been sort of developing over over the kind of the covid lockdown period um so i kind of i stocked it up with some nice um i've got the forum s swan um oscillator recently and a few other bits and bobs but um it's nothing really that i'm really after i've got the microcosm and a few other things like that and it's just i i'm just very happy with what i've got i'm just enjoying 
dipping into the things I've got and, you know, really making the most of them, particularly things like the Super 6, which I've just been spending, you know, just like losing afternoons and days over. So, you know, I love that thing. So there's actually, for once in my life, very little that I'm actually sort of like desperate to get. It is interesting. I think, I mean, we're seeing a lot more software uh, on that sale here, but this is the, this is all part of the deal because, I mean, as we know, hardware is just not arriving on the scene because of, the, of all these kind of yeah. shortages all over the place. It, people, have, people, are, you know, there, there's, it's slowed right down because it's just not possible to get the stuff made or get the components. There are shortages. So it's, it's quite an interesting thing. That, I mean, we did find a few deals, I guess, on stock that's that's not cleared out on B-Stock or whatever, but, you know, it's still, it's still very much software-specific. I mean, I haven't done any deals. I mean, we've got all the usual wave stuff, and it always looks great. But actually, what you're doing is buying it until they clobber you for the uh, the, yeah. the subscription, yeah. which is you know it's still okay. I'm not saying it's a bit, but you just need to be aware of that stuff. I, mean, I think I, th- I think the biggest bargain of a synth you can get is the is the Micro Freak. It's just such a great synth, and it's just like so versatile. And like you know, with the new upgrade, you know, it's yeah. just like it's just like it's just such a kind of you know a fun instrument. For not a lot of money it's you really know, interesting because I, I posted at the microfreak uh version 4 we talked about it i posted a little video on on that which was just sort of some spur of the moment it's one of the most popular videos of that month just uh, people are so into that so yeah it makes a lot of sense yeah. um ty is black friday a dangerous time of year for you or are you kind of uh are you fairly you spread yourself more evenly you don't you don't go mad uh I used to. <laughs> no, 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 honestly. And no, this year is completely different. I No, I used to go completely bonkers. And uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I looked the other day basically because you don't need to know the ins and outs, but basically the way my, my emails worked, I had a whole load of stuff that was kept in a different folder and that folder disappeared. And um, so I was sorting all that. I was finding stuff that I bought black, Black Friday deals back in 2017 that I've never downloaded lots of software stuff right back to then I've just never never got them never downloaded them and then it got to it's just got to this year and I'll be honest with you I've got literally my 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 inbox every day just has dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens oh. of, of Black Friday offers from every manufacturer of plugins yeah. that I've bought from over the years and because there's so much I've just gone no and I've literally just deleted all of that. I don't even know what the offers are because I've just deleted everything because there's just so much now. It's so shoved in your face that uh, I've had oh, the opposite. Oh, yeah, it's just it's just yeah. overkill. So I've just I've literally just not bought anything. I'm not even looked at anything because my argument kind of is, you know, when when the offers this is the way it works in my head. When these days when it gets launched, they do their intro offer. If I want it, I buy it at the intro offer. So all they're doing on their Black Friday offers is basically going back to the intro offers. That's what most of it is. And then the other reality is if there's anything that I miss, I mean, God forbid, I hang on for two weeks and it's the Christmas offer. So it's going to, which is going to be exactly the same. If not, if that not, they knock another fiver off, you know, so I normally, yes, I, I normally Black Friday is a dangerous time of year, but not, but, no, not this year at all. Literally, mm. uh, nothing. I've bought. I've bought nothing. Aren't you duplicate purchases of the same software? Right. Yeah, that's so it. Again? Just buy it again. Just buy it again. <laughs> oh my god! I'm talking Robbie. Duplicate duplicate I have. I have so many stories about me doing multi- buying the same thing multiple times to the extent now that the last few times I've done it, I've bought it, and the software company have contacted me to go. You already have this in your account. Did you realize? And so as it happens all the time, I think, oh, that looks good. And then I buy it and I've already bought it. There's one thing, and I have this was, I think, last year, the year before I bought it. It wasn't the second time I bought it. It was the third time oh, I tried me. to buy the same thing. <laughs> that's that's when you know you have a problem. Yeah. So, um yeah, it's it's not it's not good. But what but, but what we're talking about, I do just want to say exactly as Robbie said that the the microfreak is one of those instruments that um, if if it has passed you by, honestly, it's a fan, it's it's a brilliant instrument. The microfreak mm. is a really underrated, fantastic instrument. 
So okay. with you. Well, I'm going to put a shout out for the uh, uh, IK Uno Synth desktop or desktop pro or, or pro, just because I think that's a fantastic. It's a bit more expensive, obviously, but uh, you can still get the desktop for about 400. I don't know if there's any Black Friday stuff or what the supply chain is like there. I know, Dom. What about you? Have you done anything kind of? Have you gone? Have you gone crazy Black Friday? It's, no, no. I, I I usually wait to purchase software and stuff to Black Friday because there's some good deals. Uh, this year, I upgraded my Melodyne to be polyphonic because I used that a lot uh, recently um, and I only had the monophonic version. So now I can polyphonize and, and tune vocals and bits and pieces like that really nicely. I finally bought into the Arturia V collection, which I've avoided for... Yeah, it's a 50% ever, off. Really hard to... Get. It was even more than that because I own um, a couple of uh, hardware. I've got... Uh, you know, Matrix Brute, and they, they gave me a little bit more. So it was like 60% or something ridiculous. So at that stage, it was like, I really, really should have this, you know, available, if, even if there's only a couple of synths in there that have uh, excited me. That's that's great. Um, and what else? The only thing really that's exciting me is the Spitfire Aperture thing now that we've seen earlier, which I've, I've managed to avoid everything else. But yeah, something that costs yeah. 200 quid which is now available if i had 300 quids worth of stuff to buy from spitfire kind of wished i'd waited on the on the bbc library now um yeah. but that's that to me is the most exciting offer uh out of the lot of them at the moment it is it is quiet on the hardware and software front really it and is a lot yeah, of the discounts yeah. are like 20 30 percent which is great but 50 percent is the kind of Wow, I'll buy That's this the one. Yeah, it's hard to argue against. I know, I'm, I'm the same. I haven't really kind of thought about. It. I mean, I think the problem is, is I've literally just shelled out for a new MacBook. So really spending. I mean, maybe I'll find a case on Black Friday that I could put it in. But none of them. They haven't made any yet that are shipping. Um, um, you know, I just want a clip-on sort of hard shell clay case to keep the scratches off. So that's kind of it. I haven't really kind of thought of anything else that that I need. I mean, you know, I kind of need a new bed, so I might look at that. But, you know, I looked at that and I need a new mattress. And it's like, well, I mean, the mattresses, hold on. I'm sure before this sale, the mattresses were cheaper and the 50% off was about the same price that you were charging before. But now your mattresses are more expensive. You know, it's, it's, it's like, and now I, the, prob I... the problem is I searched once, right? And, I'm, and now mattress ads are following me all over the place. It's like I'm being oh, stalked. Yeah. Crikey! Can, e. I, can, can, e. I, can I point? Get an e. Can I? Okay. Get a what? <laughs> I can't believe we're get talking. Eve. Flip. Eve. Get an Eve mattress. They're the best okay. mattresses ever. Okay. All right. Thanks for the tip. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. Uh, yeah. I I don't check what my mattress is because that's a really good mattress too. And we can talk <laughs> mattresses. No. Um, the the I was going to say it was on it was in which magazine which sounds which magazine is one of those things that your dad buys and you feel really old when you start subscribing but I I some time ago I started um, subscribing to which they were looking into all these Black Friday deals and all this kind of thing and most of them most of them you're not saving anything at all it's all just manipulation of the prices to appear that Often, everyone's yeah, getting yeah, of course, bargains yeah. but yeah. yeah i have to say with 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 the software it is different i mean when they say 50 percent isn't there isn't there a problem with the are you saying with the, the supply problem which is going to be like just like this ongoing thing for however long it kind of puts you in a corner because you think oh shit this is like you've, you've suddenly got a notification that so and so's got you know a company's got 50 mutable instruments beads or whatever and you think if i don't get one now i'm not going to get one for another year so you sort of start getting well it, in the but corner the, the, of like I, I, buying things you think you're not going to be able to get but it's like it's proper jeopardy isn't it because there is actually a shortage you know there, there's yeah. not this kind of like the sale is only long on for five days so you know book early to avoid disappointment this is like this is all we got you want one you're gonna have to buy one you know so that that actually oh, is really? a real that's a real there's a real kind of reality to that i suppose so yeah it's a I, mean, real I, thing. Thought, I, I had some stuff i had some intelligel modules on order from last december and i only got them last month you know and it's like wow the stocks have already they've already gone again all the shops have gone with these things so yeah. it's like you start thinking oh shit you've really got a plan ahead because you might you know something you really want you might find you can't get for like six or seven months i've heard so it's, it's like i've heard it's the same with toilet rolls um <laughs> so i'm going to suggest <laughs> oh no i'm going to suggest that people kind of stock stock up on toilet rolls yeah, yeah. yeah and i think uh, yeah sugar sugar and butter i think is uh yeah no, it's we're, we're only messing with you folks it's not no it's not it's not honestly 
Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, I mean, it is a bit of a first world problem. But seriously, I mean, if you are, you know, if you're thinking of starting a new project and you want to kit up for a specific project, it's like that could hardware. affect hardware. It could be could be an issue. So, you know, worth uh, worth considering that. Um, okay, well, uh, I'm wondering whether we should go with uh, picks because it's it's ten to five, and I think we're kind of in there. And I think it's only fair, seeing as I plugged everybody to actually post one. So uh, we're we're doing our um, our basically. Uh, panel picks that seem to pop up every once in a while. Uh, so we'll start off with uh, with you, Robbie, because I think um, you had something to say about the actual um, uh, the Super 6, because it had a, recently yeah, had us an update, right? So that's yeah, your pick of the week. It's, it's great. Cause it, I mean, it's, got, it's had things like USB, you know, over MIDI over USB and everything finally, but it's just had so much stuff added to it. It's like you know how, like, you know, people like Teenage Engineering, you know, faithfully supported things like the OP1 and, you know, really developed it as an instrument and things like the Microfreak with Arturia. It's like, it's great to see such a massive update coming out for the um, for the Super 6. And some of the things on it are just, like, really changed it, like the resolution of, of, and, and all those kind of things. I mean, it's just like, it's made it just feel like a different, almost different instrument to play. So it's kind of like really nice to get something for nothing. So yeah, so I that's your pick. I was already in love with, I was even more in love with now. Excellent. Well, I am glad yeah. to hear that. Um, so uh, and then Dom, uh, now have I got a video for? Yes, I do have a video for you, Dom. This is uh, this is yours. Now this, if I get, if I, I've got to get this the, the, the description of this right. So this is uh, filter upgrade for the 106, which is called Analog Renaissance. A gravitational slingshot filter chips, and this does sound very different to uh, VC to the VCA and the and the uh, and the VCF of the original Juno. You've got that going on in your world. I mean, this is just a basic. Yeah, but I, yeah, yeah. I'll put I that. Up. Oops, I beg your pardon. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, how about that? I've even got the same sound that was set up in the in the what's it? Yeah. Wow. I, when I got my. Um, when I got, uh, hang on, put back to me one second. Um, my soldering iron out in the in the lockdown world, I had these gravitational slingshots. I have a feeling they might be sold out at the moment, but but the uh, company called Analog Renaissance makes drop-in oscillator and filter replacements for the Juno, which are basically kind of very much out of stock. The originals are, are very expensive, um, and they basically go wrong in the Juno. After a while, they're coated in this black gunky stuff. Um, which which corrodes and and you have to replace them at some stage. So they decided to do a run of as near to the originals as they could, and they're amazing. But then he looked at he's a clever guy. He looked at the filters. I have a feeling he might be looking at the oscillators as well, and thought, well, if I was going to try and improve these, uh, I'm going to try and produce a, a, a better, in my opinion, filter than the original. And he put these filters out called gravitational slingshots. So my Juno has the Kiwi upgrade as well, right. which makes it touch sensitive and gives you uh, more control over stuff, some extra options. It goes unison mode and all kind of crazy stuff like that. So that combined with these gravitational slingshots is is literally just bonkers. So um, that is not that impressive, all right? That's just unison on its own. But if you start to detune these things... And then if you put the chorus on, which is the amazing Juno chorus... And then, yeah, that doesn't sound like a Juno. <laughs> no, and the main thing is, Junos were pretty good at keeping the bottom end in um, whilst... Can I do this? Let's have a look. Yeah, keeping the bottom end in whilst you turn the resonance up. But this is astonishing, right? So this is a, just a full filter. If I turn the resonance up... It doesn't change at all as ah. resonance fully up. And it's still there, right? And that is without the sub oscillator switched on on the Juno. So I mean, it just gets super crazy. If I find the sub, I've got this controller off screen, which I'm 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 kind of controlling it over. Um, but if I just find, let me see, uh, somewhere there's a control over the oscillators. Give me one second. Um, here I can put the sub on as well. It's just off the scale on my speakers here, but. Um, which 
just turns it into another synth as far as I'm concerned. And it's, um, yeah, it's just absolutely Interesting. epic. So. Is it a replacement or can you flip between? Because the, the thing about the original no, Juno... replacements. Ah, the, there were some beautiful yeah. resonant points in that filter. I had some sounds yes. that it just, it almost sounded like a voice. And I, You can and, turn them in. Yeah, it's kept that. Um, you can turn them. I mean, basically, you, you can resonate the filter and tune it so it is like an extra voice. It's just really improved the bottom end as far as I can, I can make out. I mean, if you were super clever, you would have put in sockets, which I should have done, really, rather than uh, unsolder the old ones and solder the new ones in. Um, but I just soldered them in anyway. So you did you fit the, did you fit the keyword yourself switching. as well? Yeah, yeah. It's not too bad. You just have to be really delicate with a desoldering thing because there's quite wow. a lot of patch points to desolder. I've got my Gino is really poorly. Oh, it's got broken oh. voices and whatnot. Sorry, Robbie? I'm a bit cack-handed with the soldering iron. Yeah, yeah, get someone else to do oh, it. Kent, it's Kent's always very bomb. industrial, shall we say. Industrial, <laughs> no, yeah. you don't want that. Gas kind <laughs> of thing. There's about four times as much solder as needed there. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you'd stick to soldering water, copper water pipes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's uh, that's well, my, my tip for, uh, for uh, you know, make your Juno more CS80-ish and bigger and fatter if you can. It's uh, Yeah, it's, a, it's like a new machine, which is great. Okay, well, I've got a, I've got, there's one, one thing I want to post, and that is... So, hello, and welcome to this Div video. Div Kid is back. Yes. That's my pick for the channel Multi-channel logic module. Yeah, yeah. Um, good now, old, this will be an in-depth demo gonna, He's promised to come module. up on the show. This is a... Uh, sort of musical and creative Everything you need to know about the uh, EAS logic module. It's a really interesting video, actually. System. So, let's check out... He's so good with videos. Yeah, I, I mean, go and watch it. It's a really long video. There's lots of really interesting stuff, but it's great. And he's posted more, you know, so he came back with that one and there's a couple more. So he's absolutely back on the block. And it's we're very pleased to see him. I haven't spoken to him personally, but he did message and say he would like to be on the show at some point soon. So hopefully we'll see him again. Um, brilliant. Brilliant to see him. Um, definitely. I know, Ty, whether you had anything pick-wise. I know you didn't send anything through, so maybe yeah, I'll put sorry, you on the spot. Sorry, no, I didn't. I've, I've only just realised when you say that. I was just thinking, no, I didn't send anything, did I? Sorry, I do apologise. That's all right. Don't worry, um, no problem. Uh, I tell you, the only thing I've kind of is that, I don't know whether I told you this, but basically, remember my Nonlinear Lab C15? There was a problem with the USB socket and so when it came to doing updates it was a bit of a pain and to cut a very long story short because of covid it didn't make it easy they were talking about getting someone to come over uh from germany to oh fix my it God. <laughs> and um and oh, to wow. cut a very long story short one way and another i've ended up getting uh c15 now with midi obviously with the new midi update and the midi box that goes with it whatever and suddenly being able to play that instrument from an 88 note weighted action is what instrument did you say? The gorgeous. C15. That's the uh, non-linear lab C15. Remember, it, it famously, yeah, it, it, they famously didn't have MIDI on them, and everybody was going, "This is outrageous!" And you know, whatever. I, in fact, I think Ty, you were one, but you were a convert. You know, you because to play, oh God, it I, is a, it's an amazing thing. I I made it very clear what I thought of it when it didn't have MIDI when it first came out, and uh, and. I kind of ate my words and bought one, even though it didn't have MIDI. And then, but lovely to f now find out when it does have MIDI, uh, it's it's just another machine again. Just, I mean, I obviously I'm a player, so having 88 notes is natural for me. But but um, yeah, C15 being played from an 88 note weighted action is a is something very. It's a gorgeous instrument to play I'm because the action that's on there, the action that's on there is great. It's a great key bed. Um, but it's, you know, 88 notes, uh, it's just fantastic. And they've they've also given it a whole new load of um, uh, presets and uh, to, to kind of show off what it can do. And it's, uh, yeah, it's one of those instruments that I generally now feel very embarrassed that when it was very first announced and shown, I was... Uh, I was damning of it because I was talking out of my ass, obviously. Well, no, and, the interesting uh, thing though is, is it, you are the, you know, you, it's like the, the price, it's, you know, when you have a convert, that's more powerful than someone who's immediately kind of like, this is fantastic. So, you know, yeah, yeah. It's, you're able, it's, yeah. it is a beautiful it's, it's thing a, to play. It is. And I think it is one of those instruments that you'll, you'll never quite understand until you actually play one. I, I think it's as simple as that. I think it's. How many, how many 88 note instruments have you got now? Yeah, shut up, Robbie. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you're a keyboard player and, you know, 
Um, well, yeah, if, if you're a successful media composer who's into synthesizers, why yeah, not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, why not? Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. I had one other thing that I was going to post up because, and this is just literally, uh, um, let me see if I've got it. I think I've got the actual, uh, I'm trying to find the, ah, have I got it? Oh, yeah, OWC, here we go. It's this guy, which is the uh, OWC uh mini stack stx i mean it's not that exciting what it is is basically a box that you put storage in but the 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 more interesting thing about it is it's from owc it's got three uh thunderbolt port expansions so you plug that into say a mac mini which has only famously got a couple and you get another three out of it you've also got USB-C, but you can put mvme and ssd storage in it and that'll work i mean it doesn't have to be a mac it's just that's the form factor and it's actually you know for people who are um maybe umming and ahhing about the number of ports that they've got uh, uh, that's the thing that's holding them back for if they're thinking of upgrading to a, an m1 type computer uh from apple then it might be something to think i don't think it's quite out there yet uh, but you stick an mvme and an ssd drive in there and you've got blazingly fast storage sort of on tap and you've got those additional ports and that's kind of cool but that was it i could i couldn't think of anything else um like i say i don't uh i don't i don't really have any any needs for much I, I, there was a few things that we thought well maybe we could get some upgrade some of our video stuff here but again you know all of the things that we would look at <laughs> they're all out of stock and no kind of no delivery date so it's you know it's very much a sort of software only kind of vibe um, i'm just going to uh end the poll it looks like the ceiling fend fell down is the uh is, is the the winner there so i'll i'll, I'll hit end <laughs> poll i don't know what happens does it show up i uh looks like it might does it show up yeah show type the ceiling fell down 62 percent, and the gaffer specialist 37 percent. so 100 votes that's pretty good for a live stream uh, so thank you everybody um so i guess we could probably wrap things up because we're kind of at the end of our uh our allotted hour uh 60 minutes plus one or plus four or whatever it may be thank you everybody for joining us uh robbie it's a pleasure to have you, you you're going straight back to to to, to working yeah, yeah, I'm just I'm just working at my studio all pretty much all the time. We did a lot of touring over the summer, but we're not out touring till May we start festivals. Then we got like a I think a forty date US tour in June, July. So be busy out in America then. But until then I'll be at home working away. Right. Well, lovely to have you. Um, and I must, one of these days, I'm, I'm getting my, uh, my top-up jab on Friday, so I should be oh, yeah, available to... Oh, yeah, I'll come over and visit. That's good. I, one, one cautionary tale. Um, it's very common in modern houses to not have carpets and have, like, you painted floorboards. And I've got that, and I fell down the stairs yesterday morning, and it bloody hurt, I can tell you. You definitely oh, don't, want, you don't want that to happen. Landed right on me coccyx. Yes. Anyway, that's just a cautionary tale. Uh, Dom, I'm sure you've got adequate <laughs> banisterage in your house. I think the problem is we haven't got any banisters. That's the problem. Yeah, I have a man from... that just carries me up and down, so we're pretty <laughs> yeah. safe here. You've got a stair lift, presumably, right? <laughs> Stand there all the way around the side, yeah. A <laughs> uh, lift operator, you know, like they used to have in like hotels. <laughs> a concierge. Which, which floor? Which floor, Mr. Wiggly? Oh, the first one, please. Um, yeah, thank you yes. very much indeed uh, for having me. Um, can I just plug once again the amazing Mr. Wiggly show on YouTube on of course Sunday you at 7 pm with Ty and his good friend Kent Spong, who is an amazingly good fixing uh, fixer of keyboards and things like that. Uh, it should be hilarious. So search Mr. Wiggly on YouTube, but if you want to see, like, like last time that he was on. Uh, Ty did an impression of Bungle from Rainbow, amongst many other things, which has to be seen to be believed. So, wow, yeah, catch us okay. on Sunday. Well, okay. well, maybe, maybe, that, that's maybe a good tease. Need, maybe it doesn't need to be seen to believe, to be fair. I mean, <laughs> if no one saw it again, I'd be more than happy to be, to be honest with you. <laughs> we should get together. Uh, <laughs> well i'll leave that to everybody but thank you folks it's been an absolute joy thank to you. have you and i think i finally got on top of this technical nonsense i rearranged the buttons on my controller and everything feels like it's a bit more solid so i i i i just i just like the way that the show is now degraded into i mean just before we came on air i don't know if everyone saw, but nick was telling us about uh his his story with peas which is worth checking out if you've got patreon <laughs> i think you can go and look at that that's worth checking out but also it's nice to know that we've become a 1970s advisory film we've had uh about 
stairs, modern stairs, you know, yeah. kind of, if you haven't got carpet, take care, be careful. Mattresses, we can, we can all, if you, if you hook us up, we can, we can all talk to you about <laughs> our, our advice with mattresses. Um, very little in the way since, but domestic you know, domestic things. We're getting quite right. good at this. I so. can, I can, I can reveal the uh, the said peas if one likes. It's not a pretty sight, but uh, I'm going to do this once and once only. It's bloody revolting. Oh! That is, that is, I know. Oh, Ugh. Gosh. Oh. So presumably, I'm going to go back because my daughter took a picture of that quite rightly, and uh, oh. the next line was, "So you're going to clear it up then?" And uh, seeing as yeah. it was her, but I'm suspecting probably I'm not, not sure. If can, I, can, probably, can I? Can probably I just, be me. Can I, can I just point out, unless people actually did see the, the show before, you've just put say, that in yeah. the show, and all people have seen is a veteran moldy <laughs> piece. Yes, well, the point is, is now you have to, what you have to do is uh, get onto Patreon, and uh, you'll see the actual <laughs> version of uh, of the show, and you're the... the, 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 the the, the aforementioned P story will be uh, also there. So anyway, P gate, P gate, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, thank you everybody. I've it's got been one of those. an absolute pleasure uh, to see you all. Uh, we'll see you later. And now, actually, when I press the button, hopefully, yeah, if you have supported us on Patreon, your name will show up in lights. But that's it for this week. Thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure as ever. See you all later, folks. Take care. <laughs>